Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Football Garbage Time NFL Podcast. My name is Akut Hong and I'm the Editor-in-Chief of Football Garbage Time. And with me as always is my co-host Trevor Stores of the Full Press Coverage at Rock District. How you doing, Trevor? Oh man, I'm doing extremely well, Akun. The bar is jumping, <laughs> NFL free agency is here, March Madness is yes. here, my birthday yes, is next week. The month of oh, March no is way. amazing, yeah, so I love the month of March, my favorite month. Man, it is definitely the month of Trev here. Yeah, I, I was telling everybody that you couldn't get on the show because you had to wash your hair or something, you know, just made some lame excuse. Sorry, man, you got to wash my hair and not around. But I knew it was about Sky Bar, so that's super awesome. You guys are, like, totally crushing it over there. And I, I know, and I already asked you this offline, but you tweeted out today, you're going to TJ Maxx and nobody, should, nobody can stop you. And I'm yeah. like, I, I, w- I wouldn't stop you. But I know that at first I'm like, is he getting new duds at TJ Maxx? But it's about the it's about the bar, isn't it? Yeah, it's about the bar for sure. So. Okay, all right, it's cool. So you're not gonna be uh, supporting the new TJ Maxx Dutch tomorrow. That's that's unfortunate. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not no. that there's anything wrong with that, people. If you, right, you not at all. TJ Maxx. Totally on it. I'm totally cool with that. All right. Yes. Hey, shout out to Paul Terry, by the way. Right, running back yes, from New Mexico yes. University. Woo. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Congratulations, Drafted. Yeah. He was. If you, all you guys might recall that uh, Paul was interviewed by Trev and I uh, back in December, and we were excited about him getting his chance. And uh, he was drafted this past week by the Philadelphia Stars of the USFL. So we couldn't be more excited, right, Trev? It's yeah, that's great. pretty dope. Right. That's, yeah. Major shout to him. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's because of us. I think we are the yeah, reason why so he got too. drafted. I think so too. Yeah. We well, are the lucky charm. <laughs> so hey, all you all you guys out there looking to get drafted, right here, okay, right here, we got you. We we got you. We got your back. All right, right plenty. <laughs> all right, plenty to talk about today, including Tom Brady on unretiring, tons of free agent moves, including Carson Wentz, Amari Cooper, Mitchell Trubisky, and Randy Gregory, Deshaun Watson drama and good drama instead of bad drama this time. Washington Commanders, off-season needs, and so much more. Let's get this rolling. All right, let's start with Tom Brady. Let's start with Tom Brady here, um, yeah. who has now unretired after 40 days. Um, and I will just say this before I get into the background. Of this did you see Trev that on March 13th on Sunday? Uh, there was an auction for that ball for Tom Brady's last career pass <laughs> touchdown. Uh, yeah. It went for $518,000. Did you see that? Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> and what <laughs> happened three hours later? <laughs> well, that Brady, that like, ball became history. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> I, just, I just can't. I mean, like, how upset. I mean, first of all, oh, that guy's crazy. I, I would never shell out $518,000 for a football no matter yeah, how much no I love the player, that's insane. And so the only saving grace here is that if he could spend $518,000 on a football, he probably didn't need the money. Uh, so, exactly. okay. But how pissed would you be if you spent oh, half a million man. dollars? I mean, I would, I would be so pissed. I'd be hot oh. right now. Half a million dollars for a football? That's, that's just <laughs> insane. 
and the fact that and now it's not worth anything. Like, what is it going to be worth now that is not his last? Unless Tom Brady comes back next year and throws zero touchdowns, that football yeah. now has no value. I mean, exactly. now it's, it's, it's like ten ninety nine. It's like ten dollars and ninety nine cents. You know, zero that's a sports mark. <laughs> anyway. So Brady said on March 13th that he's returning to Tampa Bay Buccaneers for his 23rd season in the NFL. Seven-time Super Bowl champion announced his decision on Twitter and Instagram saying that he has, quote, unfinished business. He said uh, also, quote, these past two months I've realized my place is still on the field and not in the stands. That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates. I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. So, uh, what are your thoughts on this here, uh, Trev? I mean, what do you think? Uh, I, I have to tell you this. I, I really do think this was planned all along. I think he said when, when uh, Adam Schefter broke the news that Tom Brady was retiring, he was so pissed that he didn't get to break that news. He decided, okay, I will retire, but I'm going to unretire just to scoop Adam Schefter, and then I will <laughs> retire again. <laughs> what do you I think? think What's up with Tom Brady? Super, super annoying, honestly. Um, <laughs> I think he knew he was coming back the whole time. There was no reason yep. to put out a thank you, a long thank you to the Buccaneers. Kind of explains why he left the Patriots out too. But also, yep. 40 days, bruh. You did exactly what any other football player in the offseason would do. Go home, spend time with their family, go on vacation, play some golf, do a couple interviews, and get ready for the next season. You literally did right. that. You didn't have to say goodbye to the game or bye to the Bucks just to do that. So. Yeah. I think it was just a whole big waste. It's selfish. It's annoying. And I was actually getting excited <laughs> and looking forward to a season without Tom Brady. I was really looking forward to that. But here we are again. So I know. And, and it's funny because I actually began liking Tom Brady after he retired. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> now I have to reverse course and hate him again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Oh, my yeah. gosh. I mean, it's like, uh, oh, Tom Brady. Yeah, I can't uh, believe it. <laughs> yeah. but, so yeah. let me ask you about the Buccaneers, though. What do you think if, for the Bucs? I mean, I mean, obviously, Bruce Arians is psyched. But what do you think about what this means for the Buccaneers? Uh, it means that now yeah. they'll have some people who want to come play for the Buccaneers again. Yeah. Now they have yep. an answer at quarterback. Now they can get some free agents, uh, wide receivers to come and help, and other playmakers to come help because they had a lot of uh, internal – uh, players that became free agents this season, and they can't keep all of them. So it's going to be interesting yep. to see who stays and who goes and what they can do to make them stay and make them go. So Yeah, and they, and they got some serious problems in terms of cap space. I mean, they're never, they're never going to be able to resign everybody um, right. there. I just think it's going to be really hard. I think they, they signed Russell Gage, though, uh, to yeah, come on over. And they obviously – I mean, that, that is, I think, an interesting move on their part. It also means that the Falcons have nobody – Nobody. Um, and interestingly, <laughs> like literally, they have Kyle Pitts and yep. no one, and that's yeah. it. Uh, so it'd be interesting because they're actually one of the folks that Deshaun Watson's looking at. But uh, we'll get back to that in a second. So let's go ahead. Let's not give uh, Tom Brady any more airtime, shall we? Yeah, let's who move cares? On. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Randy Gregory because. Uh, I thought this was absolutely fascinating. And I, I don't know if this was just one of those things where he had like a sudden change of heart or if something more specific happened or there was like a miscommunication with the right. Cowboys. But the Cowboys tweeted out that they, they've re-signed Randy Gregory. They were super excited about it. And then the Broncos tweeted out from their official account, surprise, 
<laughs> and Randy Gregory ended up signing with the Denver Broncos on a five-year, $70 million contract with $28 million in guarantees. Um, wow, that was crazy because it literally was like bang, bang. And mm-hmm. I, I thought it was hysterical, uh, honestly. And, of course, the Cowboys deleted their tweet immediately after the fact. But uh, <laughs> what are your thoughts, first of all, about this entire about face? Uh, do you think it was planned that way or, or what? And, and secondly, what do you think this means for the Broncos uh, acquiring Randy Gregory? I honestly don't think it was planned that way. I do believe the Cowboys fumbled this like they do their mm-hmm. all, everything else. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not, I don't think it was planned. I think they fumbled it, and I'm happy because he's out of our division now because he always yes, terrorizes Washington. No matter mm-hmm. how healthy he is, he always gets his against us. So see you later, Randy Gregory. And it's good for Denver. <laughs> uh, it's really good for Denver. You got Russell Wilson. Yeah. Now you got some people who want to come there and play with Russell Wilson on the defensive side of the ball, too, as well. So oh, the Broncos, look out, man. I mean, they, the AFC, that division is going to be interesting, as you know what. So go Broncos. Oh, yeah. Great move. They needed that edge help to help Bradley Chubb. I believe that's who it is on the other end. So yeah. that's going to be nice. That'll be nice. I am super excited. I told, I couldn't agree more. And it actually makes me very excited to watch the Broncos next season. I think it's going to be very, they're going to be one of the more interesting teams to keep an eye on as we go forward. All right. So that's Randy Gregory. Let's talk about another one. And this is my favorite, Mitchell Trubisky, who the Bears decided <laughs> to sell their future away to move up one spot to take and forego Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and then cut him just so he can get amazing trade value on the market and get picked up by the Pittsburgh Steelers on a contract that will have a base value of $14 million over the course of two years and uh, a max value of $27 million. He is expected to be the starter uh, after Ben Roethlisberger's retirement. That is insane. But, hey, you know, uh, I've always had – I have some thoughts about Trubisky being a Bears fan, but let me turn it over to you first here. Trev, what do you think about this uh, pickup by the Pittsburgh Steelers? I think it's probably – I think it's a nice, brilliant pickup for them right now. Um, it's better than them waiting for the draft because the guy that they're targeting might not be there. They don't have to worry about giving away something to uh, – like uh, giving away anything, any kind of capital to move up in the draft to get their guy there. They got, they got one right now for a really cheap price. Uh, Mr. Trubisky yep. didn't have a good start in Chicago, but he did make the playoffs with them. Uh, kind of, and then he sat behind Josh Allen in Buffalo and kind of showed in preseason. Yeah, it's preseason, but he kind of showed some confidence and potential during that time. So I like it for the Steelers. They just need him to to manage the game. They don't need to have for him to be a Hall of Famer world beater. Just come in there and use the weapons that they have around them, and I think they'll be just fine. Good job, Pittsburgh. Yeah. I totally agree. 51 career games with the Bears over four seasons. He's only 27 years old. He had a 64% uh, completion uh, percentage uh, with 10,600 yards, 64 touchdowns, with just 37 interceptions. He's not as bad as everybody thinks. He's not as bad as everybody thinks. And and the reason why it didn't work out in Chicago is because Chicago was run by a bunch of idiots. And they decided to trade for Nick Foles, paid big money for Nick Foles, and they felt pressure to start him over Mitchell Trubisky. And that was the end of Trubisky. So, you know, I think it was too early to give up on him. Certainly, they had much more trade value had you pumped him up rather than pump him down. Uh, but, hey, I'm glad for Trubisky finding a home in Steeler land. I think, hands down, he's better than Mason Rudolph, Josh Dobbs, and Dwayne Haskins, who are currently on their roster. So, he is the uh, odds-on favorite probably to start in the yeah. next season. So, interesting to see yeah. what happens there. 
rooting for the guy. So let's see what happens. Put the boxing bell on that. <clears throat> we got so much to talk about that I'm going to make this read really fast. Manscaped, it's for your pubes. It's pretty cool. We have one. Go get it. It's 20% off and free shipping with the code GarbageTime at Manscaped.com. Go get it. It's 20% off, I said. We're free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the code GARBAGETIME. Unlock your confidence. Always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, let's move on. Because I want to talk about Carson Wentz signing with the Washington Commanders. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm actually very interested to hear your perspective on this. I've, I've actually pinged a bunch of uh, you guys, Adam and Wole and you, about the Carson Wentz to the Commanders deal. And, I, you know, and I, it is interesting because um, it's, there is, he, he really kind of rejuvenated his career in Indianapolis. And I think that there is potential for him to really do some damage uh, up in Washington. So let me let me get your let me get your uh, take on this. What do you think about the signing, and what do you think about the potential of Carson Wentz and the Washington Commanders? Oh man, I'm actually happier than I thought I would be. Uh, mm-hmm. That's because I'm thinking with football instead of being a fan. Uh, okay. Carson Wentz is a, is a humongous, tremendous, a thousand percent upgrade over Taylor Heineke, over Ryan Fitzpatrick, yep. and over Kyle Allen and Garrett Gilbert and whoever else started for and played for us the past two, three, <laughs> four, five years. Alex Smith, Wayne yep. Haskins, all those people, Colt McCoy. So yeah, I'm happy about it. Um, he threw 27 touchdowns, seven picks last year. Um, he threw for over 4,000 yards, I believe, and none of his receivers had over 1,000 yards, which yep. is incredible. So now he comes to a team with a receiver who has reached over 1,000 yards, and every year he's played with multiple different multiple quarterbacks, so that's yep. good for him. He's got a running <clears throat> running game, like maybe not as, as well as he had in Indianapolis, but he still has some a running game in Washington. I think yep. you know, just with the weapons we have, and we have a nice, competent quarterback, I think we can win more than seven games. I'm pretty happy about this. He just he doesn't need yeah. to be a world beater. Just play a style of, of ball, manage the game, and we'll be okay. Yep, I agree. I think it's by far one of the. It was, it's definitely one of the better quarterbacks to uh, to be with Washington over the last yes. couple of years. And and yes. quite frankly, I like the sound of Commander Carson yeah. <laughs> over Commander Heineke. Commander Carson go. sounds good. I like there it. You, you know, go. it's made Commander for him. Carson, it's made Commander for him. Win. You can do anything. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. So I, I am actually super, I think I'm excited about this. I really think that this is going to be um, really good. I mean, the interesting thing is that, uh, you know, the Colts were just trying to get out from underneath his contract. I mean, they got a pair of third round picks. Um, so they didn't really get a whole lot, but they did manage to ditch his contract, which Washington is paying in full $28 million uh, this year. Mm-hmm. So it's not cheap, but, you know, in the world where the NFL, uh, in the world we live in today with the NFL, the quarterbacks, it's a quarterback league. You have exactly. to have a quarterback. You exactly. have to have one. And, and we uh, this, have one, so here we yeah. go. Yeah, so this is really exciting. It's kind of funny. It's kind of like when Ryan Fitzpatrick was picked up by Washington and everyone yeah. thought, this is gonna, here we go, and he got injured yeah. right away. <laughs> so yeah. that sucked. Um, <laughs> But but I'm more excited about the potential of Carson Wentz uh, than than even when Ryan Fitzpatrick was lined up to go. So this is going to be good. This is going to be really good, I think. But um, we're going to get to Washington Commanders again in a second because at the end of the show, I want to talk about their offseason needs, and they're doing a lot right now. So let's get back mm-hmm. to that in a second. Let's hit the boxing bell and get to the next one. And that's Amari Cooper 
signing with the Browns. So Amari Cooper is going to be joining the Browns, and, and in, a, a, in the same week, they release Jarvis Landry. So this is interesting to me. Uh, I'm not really sure. I, I can tell you this. I, I was excited when I heard that they traded for Amari, Amari Cooper uh, because I thought that, well, okay, this is going to be a great tandem with Jarvis Landry, you know, and yeah. that didn't end up being the case, you know, that, that didn't end up being the case at all. Um, they got uh, a fifth round pick and a swap of six round picks. I mean, they didn't really get a whole lot. So mm-hmm. it was just a, a salary dump by the Cowboys. I don't necessarily think it's a great move by them, um, but I was scratching my head about releasing Jarvis Landry. What are your thoughts about Amari Cooper going to the Browns and the Browns releasing Jarvis Landry? The Brown, the Cleveland Browns are really messy right now this offseason. They are really yeah. messy. Um, the, at first, when Amari got traded there, I was like, okay, that's cool. Give Baker another target, like you said, with Jarvis. Then Jarvis goes yep. away. And now it's rumored that Deshaun Watson might be coming there. So, like, I don't know how to take this move because I don't know who's going to be throwing him the ball yet. It could be Baker. It could be Deshaun. <laughs> could be right. somebody else. It might not even be Baker if they don't land Deshaun. So, like, Cleveland is really, really messy right now. They just traded away Mac Wilson for a Patriots linebacker. Like, the yep. Browns are just being extremely reckless right now this offseason. So, we'll see how it turns out. Uh, I wish nothing for the best. I hope Amari gets somebody that can give him the ball because if not, then should, <laughs> you know, like, he'll be very unhappy. Yeah, he'll be he'll unhappy be again. You know, yeah. it's a it's a really weird. I mean, I just think it's an odd move. Um, I mean, the Cowboys very obviously odd. had a clear cap space, but very that's a very odd, odd move, uh, and it's very odd that they released Jarvis Landry. I like Jarvis Landry a lot. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think he's done a lot in his career. He's a real team player. He guts it out. He definitely is not in it. You know, unlike his college running mate, OBJ, he's not in it for himself uh, in terms no. of, you know, me first over the team. He's a great team player. I, I really like Jarvis Landry. So I found that to be an odd move by the Browns. And I think he's going to land awfully quick. Uh, and we'll see what happens. You're right. It's awfully messy. What's interesting is that um, they've already said that Baker Mayfield won't be part of a deal if they get Deshaun Watson. Uh, why not? I mean, yeah, you want to keep yeah. both? I mean, yeah, what, what are you doing? They make makes zero sense. sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if the Texans want to take on Baker Mayfield and you get Deshaun Watson, then make it part of the deal because it, yeah, you're not going to play exactly. them both. That's what I mean, I'm saying. Give me a break. Cleveland is doing really messy right now. So. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they're saying that they might want to deal Baker Mayfield separately, but come on. I mean, who do you guys think you are? You know? Yeah, um, <laughs> what's the point of that? There is no you know? point of that. Yeah, that's so – yeah, no. Seems like a great way to solve two problems. Seems All right, like, well, anyway, let's go. Like, uh, if, once this runs out, we could go be the GM of Cleveland, Hakun, because I think you know <laughs> what to do more than what they, need, what they need to do over there. So. I agree. I think there there are so many – from what I can tell, we could raise the IQ of football management by a 1,000%. We should do that oh, right sure. now. Oh, Easily. <laughs> they would have been gone last week. This would have been done. I don't know what was taking so long. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly right. Exactly right. All right. Well, hit the boxing bell on uh, the Amari Cooper, Jarvis Landry, and let's get to that Deshaun Watson thing because Deshaun Watson obviously – he cleared his name to uh, – they, they did not uh, – the grand jury did not levy any charges against Deshaun Watson, so no issue yeah. there. And out of nowhere, everybody's interested. <laughs> I mean, yeah. everybody. Mm-hmm. Panthers, Saints started leading the charge. Falcons and Browns, the aforementioned Browns, 
everybody's in the market here. It's in, obviously the Panthers, and they, they have a questionable quarterback situation. The Saints also a questionable quarterback situation. The Falcons also. The Browns, as we said, we're not sure what they're doing right now. But anyway, let's talk about that for a minute. Deshaun Watson, Panthers, Saints, Falcons, Browns. What do you think about the potential for him to land at each of those places? Which one, which team do you think would benefit the most? And give me some thoughts on where you think he should go. Oh, man. He should not go to Carolina. Mm -hmm. He should not go to New Orleans. Mm -hmm. I liked him in Atlanta until they traded away, until they got rid of Russell Gage. Right. Because he was the only viable pass catcher outside of Kyle Pitts left. Now, why would Deshaun go there? Unless, I mean, (laughs) he's got some people he wants to bring with him, like Allen Robinson is out there. I know that's one of your guys from Chicago. Sorry, Hakeem, but he's out there. he's He's not coming back. He's not coming back to Chicago. Um, Some other wide receivers out there. Maybe they have somebody to buy in the draft. I don't know, but Atlanta was cool until they got rid of Russell Gage. And then you go over to – um, who's left? The Browns. They're the most yes. attractive right now because if he, if he goes there, he's got Amari Cooper. He's got uh, two nice running backs in Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. He's got Austin Hooper at tight end. You know, they've got all those defensive guys who now have, je- have had a, a year together, so now they can gel and be better than the way they were on paper last year. Cleveland, yep. surprisingly, is probably the best place right now out of all those four, if weapons-wise and wins-wise. I don't know about city life and nightlife, and it's cold as heck there all the time in the winter, but <laughs> football-wise and roster-wise, Cleveland is, is the best place right now. Yeah, no, it's really – it is really interesting. Though. I'm, not, I'm a little bit – I'm not 100% sure I know exactly where is the best place for Deshaun Watson because he didn't play all last season – so there's a big right. question to me whether, you know, what, what, what shape he's in, what type of – I mean, I just don't remember what type of player he will fit into at this point. But I, I think he's an automatic upgrade at all four of those locations, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I'm not thrilled about the Falcons because, as you say, you know, they traded away Russell Gage, Calvin Ridley, and his issues being suspended – and they have yeah. nobody left there. But they could build on this. Now, the Falcons, what they could do is if they could get their hands on Deshaun Watson, they could draft. They could take a, like, spend a lot of their early draft capital on mm-hmm. picking up wide receivers in the draft. Um, and, of course, like I said, Allen Robinson is out there. There are others that are kind of in the secondary market that you could probably get as well. They could make it, they could make it work. The Browns are interesting to me because of the fact they – I think they're kind of poised to win. And I think that's mm-hmm. what Deshaun Watson wants. I think that the yeah. Panthers and the Saints and the Falcons are much further away. Um, yeah. So he does have a no trade clause. So he mm-hmm. has to agree. I mean, it's not like uh, the Texans can just go, you know, get rid of, you know, go ahead and, and trade him. They have to, they have to, he has to waive his no trade clause. And I think that he wants to go someplace where he can win. The problem is that at least according to the rumor mill and, and, and insider information from what it's worth, um, they're going to have to offer multiple first-round picks, Baker yeah. Mayfield, and potentially other players. So they've already said they don't want to offer Baker Mayfield, which makes no sense to me. So the only thing that means is they're going to have to send over more picks. And, yeah. I, I mean, why crater your system so, <laughs> so you have the world's best backup quarterback? You know, I don't – Hey, the Rams did it. It's true. That's true. So, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, I don't anyway, this is good. 
this is going to be interesting. This is going to be interesting to see what happens there. And I, I don't think mm-hmm. this is the end of the road. I think that we're going to see uh, more of Deshaun Watson as he goes around at other places um, and looks at other op- opportunities. It's interesting, though, because the Eagles apparently asked to see him, and he rejected that. He did say, I, wow. I don't want to go to the Eagles. So <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So there, that's, that's an interesting move. So I, that's why I think he's in win now mode. He's like, you know what? I've been in Houston for a while and it's never been in a situation where I thought that we had a chance to go all the way. And here's my opportunity. I don't know about the saints. I just don't think they have all the right pieces. You know, I mean, I just don't think, I just don't think they have all the right pieces. I mean, they still have Alvin Kamara, Uh, arguably Michael Thomas could come back from injury and be a hundred percent. And then maybe, you know, maybe we can see what happens. But that being said, I, I agree with you. I think the Browns are in the best position to make a run right now. All right, let's hit the boxing bell on that one and do our last read. We'll do this real fast. Come prop up with Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports and esports app for player props. As we say, they've awarded over $4 million, and who wouldn't want $4 million? We've decided even Kanye. And by the way, you watch uh, Genius. Right? Uh, you yes, liked it? Yes, I did. I loved it. I thought you would. <laughs> I thought it was good too. It. it was so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought of you immediately when it came out because I'm like, I, I bet Trevor's gonna love this. There's just oh, no yeah. two ways about it. <laughs> oh, not it was uh, it, it was good stuff. So anyway, everybody go check that out. Um, Netflix, right? I believe. Yeah. Uh, yes, four yes, episodes, I think. Um, mm-hmm. It's good. Good stuff. Yeah, uh, but hey, get, getting back to uh, but anyway, Kanye can go can probably use four million too. Everybody can use four million. Go to Thrive yeah. Fantasy promo code Garbage Time when you sign up today, you'll receive a hundred percent instant first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Download Thrive Fantasy at the App Store or Play Store, or visit the website at www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. All right, let's talk about the Washington Commanders' off-season needs. Now they've done a lot in the off-season already, but they are early in free agency. So you tell me, what are your thoughts here? We're doing the series. We're going to hit every team. We're going to hit all 32 and talk about their offseason needs. Last time uh, we had a chance to talk about the uh, New York Giants, but we're talking about the Washington Commanders now. What do you think here, Trev? What do they need to do for the rest of this offseason? We need to address the linebacker position with uh, an established veteran. That's literally what we need. We've got a nice young pieces that have potential to become great veterans, but right now we need an established one to kind of guide their way and lead them in the right direction. And then also mm-hmm. I'm, we need a, a, a third down running back now that we have let J.D. McKissick go. Um, yeah. We need, we need to replace that. That's not like a dire need. We can find that in the draft. It might already be – on the roster with Jared Patterson, who we who we um, signed last year as an undrafted rookie out of Buff out of uh, I believe Buffalo. So mm-hmm. who knows there? But that's definitely a need. But like I said, not a dire need. But definitely a, a middle linebacker would help. Um, a safety position would help. We did re-sign Bobby McCain, but I feel like we could add another depth piece there. And I would like to see us um, go uh, t- try attack a nice wide receiver number two to complement. Mm-hmm. Uh, scary Terry. Um, I know we might address that in the draft too, but that leaves our wide receiver core very young. And I think we need uh, a, a big, tall, go get it 50 50 guy so Terry can stop making that <laughs> part of his game because he's going to get himself killed out there doing that because he's not built for that. So big, tall yeah. wide receiver to compliment Terry 
uh, middle linebacker, veteran on defense, and then a third down running back, like a Jarek McKinnon or like a Damian Williams, Tariq Cohen type player. So, and then go. Yeah. Yeah, no, and obviously this is a win-now move um, for the Washington Commanders because um, the contract they picked up for for Wentz basically ate up all their cap space um, because it took a cap hit of $28.3 million, which actually leaves only $1.4 million in free cap space. Um, They can probably finagle a couple million here and there in order to make it up, but it's going to be hard to pick up any any really big free agents, but I like the idea of getting some – secondary market, you know, uh, yeah. wide receivers, things like that. I think you can definitely do that. I think another thing that's going to, it's going to hurt a little bit is uh, Brandon Scherf um, moving to Jacksonville. Uh, mm-hmm. I think obviously that, that will be a, a little bit of a problem as well. So yeah, I mean, it's interesting to see what's going to happen um, with this next season. It's definitely a win. Now the good news I think is that there is an out clause in Wentz's contract after this year. It, in fact, his remaining two years on the contract are completely unguaranteed. So you could, you basically, he's a rental. He's in a, he's a right. one-year rental. And if it doesn't work out, then you jettison him and you start the rebuild in earnest. And if he does work out, then great. You build around him into the next year because you'll have some cap space opening up in the next season. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it, I think there are a lot of things that can be done. I think the problem is that there's not a lot of cap space left in Washington to do much. Right. Um, so you're going to have to do your damage in um, in the draft. So we will see. I am excited, though. I am excited. I, I wasn't – you know, I'm like you uh, on this one, Trev. I wasn't that excited when he first happened, and I've gotten more excited about it as time's gone on. Um, yeah, right? Just, you know, at first I was like, mm, not really excited. Asked me last week, I would have been like, eh. Now I feel like there's a lot of potential here. There you know? is a lot of potential there. Yep, and that, with that, brings us to the end of the show. Let's hit the air horn on the show. Oh, man, we just flew through that, uh, and we got it in in 31 minutes, so we are almost exactly on time. Uh, and Trev has made his, his one monthly obligation sh- appearance on the show, so that's great. Uh, we'll see you again in April, Trev. That was fantastic yeah. hearing from you. <laughs> no, no we, we're going to get it. We're, we're getting Trev back. We're getting Trev back. Uh, so, Trev, hey, give us your social media so people can follow you. Uh, I'm now on Twitter at, at TrevHTTC, hail to the commanders. Uh, yes, I'm sir. on Instagram, Trev underscore stores. I just created a Skybar.lex Instagram as well. And I'm yes. also with uh, Ref the District guys, Nathan the Stoner, um, and Full Press Covers, George Carmi. Our Ref the District podcast has reached over 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. That just happened. Nice. Last All right. So, there we go. That's a big achievement for us. So, yeah, I'm everywhere. I am everywhere. Excellent. Yeah, she's everywhere. And uh, obviously, go check out Skybar if you're in town. Or even if you're not yeah. in town, just go out there. And yeah, just out. come down. What, Make a weekend what trip. What the hell? Yeah. What the hell? Exactly. Plan, exactly. Your, plan your weekend around it. It's, it's go. certainly going to be worth it. That's awesome. Um, so, as usual, you can follow me on Twitter at FB Garbage Time and on Facebook at the Football Garbage Time page. And as always, Thank you for listening and wasting time with us. And until next time, enjoy your NFL week. Good night, guys.